want it to get too heavy and feel really overloaded. There we go. We're on? Yeah. Alright. So we were just talking about whether John Bernthal, like what... What's his deal? What's his deal? That's, yeah, it was... And, when, we, and when David says what's his deal, he's like, what nationality is this guy? That's usually That's, the subtext of what he's asking. That's not what I meant. I was just confused by a video I saw of him over the weekend. It is the weekend. It wasn't the weekend. It was the week of him doing push-ups with cholos on the beach. It's like, who, who who are these guys to John Bernard? Are these his, bo- his boys? Is he on set of a movie? What's going on here? Yeah. And they're like, come on, John. Yeah, you got it, John. <laughs> <laughs> Doing push-ups on the beach? That sounds kind of rough. Well, it was the beach adjacent. They're on the cement, which still, that's some tough. Ag- it's hot asphalt. He's pressing his hands on it. Oh, yeah. That is tough. Probably getting a headache from the blood rushing to his head. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what happens to me when I do a push-up, but... I mean, he probably does them more than I do. Yeah. We were just talking about how ridiculous. Oh, I was thinking, I woke up this morning from a bad dream. Woke up this morning. I, I dreamed that I was uh doing really bad at work. And then I went to deliver something, and some I turned around. And for some reason, my little brother was on route with me. And I, I turned, come back. I left him in the truck to go deliver something, and then I come back, and the truck is gone. And I'm like, no, come on, what, what what happened to the truck? He's like, well, I don't know, I was arguing with the kid. Because <laughs> there was a little kid vaping. Oh, okay. Like a seven-year-old kid vaping in this dream. Nice. Yeah. That's just, I don't know, maybe that's just something about your inner child. If I were a therapist, that's what I would say. <clears throat> I don't know, I was like, great, now I'm going to get fired. Did you say you, you interacted with a mean kid this week? Maybe that inspired that character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Well, I'll get to that here in a second. I woke oh, up okay. from a dead sleep. Uh, and uh, my head felt like it weighed 20 pounds. And all I could think about is, is John Barenthal really the best they could do for Tony Soprano's dad <laughs> and many saints of Newark? <laughs> Come on, there's got to be someone else who could have fit the bill a little better. Someone who looks more Gandolfini-ish, you know? And then I was like, I couldn't go back to sleep because I was trying to figure out who that actor is. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, they had his son play him. They could have also had his son play his dad, but just did some CGI goofing around with his face. And his height. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, they couldn't get it. Was Tom Cruise not available? <laughs> <laughs> Richard Gere? <laughs> hmm. Uh, probably not. Tom Cruise was definitely not available. Where was Michael Caine? Come on, that's the perfect... <laughs> <laughs> now, Tone, you know I don't like when you talk to me like that, Tone. <laughs> imagine Michael Caine doing an Italian-American accent. No, I just want to imagine him doing his regular accent. Oh, okay. Implying maybe Tony was born in the UK, but maybe we find out some yeah weird, some weird backstory that he's like technically not even an American citizen. He's not even Italian. He's been living in America illegally for years. Yeah, and he's not <laughs> Italian. <laughs> he would have a real like fight or flight moment when he realized when the, when those two things that they they the the but the when they yeah when they intersect 
Uh, Excuse me. But yeah, I did interact with a mean kid last week. What do you do? Uh, I was trying to find an apartment. Um, there's this. Oh, uh, you were on the job, and he I was on the job. He made your job harder. Yeah, I was looking for an apartment. I guess this is gonna come into play. I was wearing a Lakers hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I like the way the purple hat matches the purple on my uniform. Right. Just a little hint where I work. Um. <laughs> Come find me. Anyway. He's a grimace at McDonald's. Yeah. And I, do, I deliver McDonald's personally. <laughs> Dressed as grimace. With a Lakers hat on. <laughs> anyway. Um, this kid, I hear faintly, like I'm on the phone, so I'm talking to someone, and I hear faintly, Hey, you with the package. Hey. Hey, whose package is that? So I turn around, like, I don't know, I just read the name on the label to them. It's like, oh. And he turns, it's like a kid walks up to me, and he's got a hammer in his hand. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Is this kid gonna try to hit me with his hammer? This what kid the fuck? Is, is unwell. I can already tell. Yeah. And he's like, uh, to his friend, I don't know his name, uh, like, Aiden! Hey, Brayden! Your mom's package is here! This kid walks all the way over, and in the meantime, he's like, I like your Lakers hat, by the way. I love LeBron James. And and then I'm like, yeah, he's, he's good. And then this other kid was like, didn't he die? I'm like, <laughs> No. <laughs> um, and then I'm like, uh, I don't know, whatever. The kid finally comes up, is like, whose package is that? And I say the name, and he's like, who's that? And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'll see you kids later. I'm leaving, and he's like, hey, what? Anthony Davis sucks. And I'm like, oh, that kid was just trying to mess with me the whole time. And I'm like, okay. I get back in the truck, start talking to who I'm on the phone with. And the whole time, I'm like, over time, I'm like, he doesn't fucking suck. <laughs> he doesn't know jack shit about <laughs> basketball. It's like coming out of reasons. It's like, well, he's like good enough to be in the league, okay? He doesn't fucking suck. <laughs> Not even that big of And the big thing is, is like, I don't even care that much about the Lakers. I just have a Lakers hat. That was the extent of it? Yeah, that was pretty much it. It just bothered me after a little while. I was like, <laughs> and then I had him like, this kid's not going to bother me. He's five or whatever. And then over time, I'm like, what the fuck was that kid on about? He was five? Wait, sucks. how old, how old was he? I don't fucking know. I didn't ask him, but like. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't kind of get, a, get an age range? I mean, I was like, I won because, you know, when his mom heard that kid say sucks, he I'm sure he got a stern talking. She probably took the hammer away from him. Probably. That's his favorite toy. Yeah, it's a real hammer. She puts the hammer on top of the fridge. You can have that back when you, uh. I don't really when give you a shit. When killing those rats in the basement. I don't give a shit. Here's a hammer. Just go fucking do something else. No. Yeah, that kid definitely kills animals as a hobby. Probably. No, at least you didn't have kids calling you Jeffrey Dahmer. I was dressed as Weird Al yesterday. No particular it's reason. Weird that, should those kids even know who Jeffrey Dahmer is? They were like 11. They were probably like 10 or 11. Had like a flat brim... Like fitted Under Armour hat, Under Armour hoodie. Under Armour hat. You, you can kind of get the idea of this. But yeah, no, these kids were like, hey, are you Jeffrey Dahmer? And I'm like, no, I'm Weird Ale. Because I was kind of mad. I was like, what the? What, you call Weird me Ale Jeffrey doesn't Dahmer. look anything like Jeffrey Dahmer. No similarity whatsoever besides. Did Jeffrey Dahmer ever have a perm? Besides the glasses. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer looked funny as hell with the perm. <laughs> 
Uh, and I was like, no, I'm Weird <laughs> Al. And then they were like walking away after they, uh, I was handing out candy for a thing. And then, you know, I gave that kid one piece of candy. I was giving, at that point it was the end. Half. It was like the end. I was giving kids handfuls of candy. He got a single fucking Milky Way. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he's walking away. He's Ooh, like, got the Milky real. Milky Way, not even the greatest candy. Mm-mm. Like, he's like, I got the. C tier candy. Got to be the honest. real Jeffrey Dahmer over here. I was pissed off for about five seconds, then I moved on with my life, though. Yeah, you can't let you can't let these kids win. You know, Anthony Davis doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about okay, going back to my story, it's like uh, my friend said, it's like that kid really thinks you love the Lakers. That's why you said it. And it's like, yeah, they're not even my favorite team. I just mm-hmm. have the I just like the hat. This kid doesn't understand that you can just wear hats because you like the hat. You know. Kid really doesn't understand anything. I mean, he's what, like 8, 10, 10, 11? 22? I don't 20, know. Probably 20, yeah. Um, well, I don't know. It kind of sounds like they did win because you're still talking about it, thinking about it. it was, well, the only reason I'm talking about it is such a weird interaction. Just that he had a hammer with him. Yeah. The hammer is kind of unnerving. It was. I was like, this is <laughs> distressing. You're like, this could go a different way. What pisses me off is that the second I turn around, I find the apartment. It was nowhere near where I was going. Oh. Well, that's good. At least you don't have to walk back past them. Right. That's like, I don't know, in that show Peep Show, that's like uh, the main character Mark's like nightmare fantasy is he's a... Or no, hey, this does happen. He's like walking and, I don't know, some like uh, chav kids just start calling him a pedo. Yelling at him. He's like, I'm not a pedo. And they chase him away. I remember reading that Stephen Merchant, speaking of other... Uh, anxious British guys Stephen Merchant from the Ricky Gervais show like described like being huddled up in his apartment like because there were kids outside and he was afraid they were going to make fun of him if they saw him I felt kind of bad for him like man I mean I'd probably do the same thing but you know not me especially if I was in the UK you gotta know how to handle them those kids are a whole different breed you just gotta be dismissive of everything they say, you know. The kids started getting started getting kind of kind of freaky toward the end of the night when I was passing out candy. Cause, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, one like two different kids charged at my candy bowl and tried to take it out of my hand. Yeah. And then I was like sitting. It was a trunk or treat thing, so I'm sitting in the car. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like you're just talking about regular Halloween. Oh yeah, no. Uh, and I'm like, and this might be going up Monday, but. Oh yeah, maybe. I'll I'll see I'll see what I can do. Um, I suppose I had big plans to do so much homework today, and they just evaporated. I did like a little bit, and it was like. But anyway, it's only Saturday. It is only Saturday. It was a thing that's due next Sunday, but I just wanted to get it done as soon as possible. But anyway, um, I'm like looking out the window. I'm like in the car warming up, and I'm like looking out the window. We had like a cart full of candy next to the car and then I just see like from out of it it looked it was like I was watching a movie through the window so like from out of frame a kid charges up and is like rifle starts rifling through the candy and then his grandma or whoever like runs up and grabs him and he's like flailing his arms still trying to get the candy and she's like (laughs) like struggling to pull him away he wasn't even dressed up as anything I don't think it's pretty good the best costume I saw was Frida Kahlo Best costume you ever saw in your life was my costume at the costume party I went to yesterday. 
You were David. Yeah, I was wearing these pants, these jeans. I was wearing these Wranglers. Cowboy shirt. Were you really not told it was a costume party? I was just told it was a Halloween party. So I was like, all right, I know there'll be costumes, but, you know, I don't have the energy really to slap one together right now. I'll just come as is. I look cool. And then I'm like, oh, I'm such an asshole. (laughs) That's kind of the bargain everyone makes with, with a Halloween party, you know, is like, we're all sacrificing looking cool in our natural state. To, to try a costume out yeah sometimes the costumes work sometimes they don't next year this all, yeah next year oh that would have been a cool I saw someone someone shared a picture of a a Yankees uh, jersey but it said next year <laughs> what? I thought it was funny I don't know <sighs> right, who's Pretty going to the year. World Series now it's, it's the Phillies and the Astros the Astros what? The Phillies took the first game last night. What a bullshit matchup, honestly. I mean, at least it's not like the two usual. Well, no, it is. It's the Astros again. Fuck the Astros. Yeah, I think everyone wants the Phillies to win. <clears throat> you don't want the Phillies to win? No, I'd rather the Phillies won than not win. <clears throat> but one of I don't think they've been to the World Series in a while, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, another podcast. Uh, a podcast. I don't know. I said another podcast. Like you know, colleagues of ours. Mm-hmm. You know, our peers. Yeah. No, just kidding. Travelers but, on the same path. Yeah. You know, they're just way, 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 way further ahead. Anyway, whatever. I think they mentioned that it was like 2009. Oh, okay. I mean, we could easily look this up. More recent than the Tigers, I guess. Yeah. You know. I know all Detroit's teams are bad right now. Mm. Why is it the Tigers and the Lions get the most love? And objectively, they're in the worst state of rebuilds or whatever. Are the Tigers even trying? Uh, I don't know how baseball rebuilds work. I don't know. I don't know. Any. It's, I have no idea. Mm. Well, it's you... Like, you f- you fire the coach and you hire um like a crazy guy who's like let's get live animals and put them on the field. Yeah, respect to Coach Campbell, but but I don't think this season's going his way. They're not biting off any kneecaps. Okay, so David, go ahead and prostrate yourself and admit you were wrong about all your basketball predictions. Not everything. all of them. We can talk about something else. Not all of them. Why you don't want to talk about sports? Uh, I'm kind of good on sports. Yeah, it's it's been like ten minutes talking about sports. <laughs> No, we haven't. We just started talking about sports. Oh, you're right. And no, I actually brought it up, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, I can move on. What I was getting at about the Detroit sports is just that, like, the Red Wings and the Pistons have, you know, they're not great right now, but they have the better history than the Tigers and the Lions. That's true. But the, the Pistons are a more iconic team than either of those, I'd say. At All least right. they have the greatest cultural imprint. And the Red Wings, too, absolutely. Yeah. And the Red Wings, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, There's also... Also, la- they're an original six hockey team. Yeah. It's pretty they're cool, historic. too. Um, anyway, though, that's... You want me to cover some some business here about what oh, I was man, I, I didn't say I wanted you to, but you, you wanted to talk about it, yeah. so... Uh, I mean... Here you go. 
Yeah, I was kind of wrong. Like, a lot of my just like percentage wise, how many predictions were right? How many were wrong? Let me look at the games from last Saturday. Excuse me. Y'all, I'm I'm all stuffy again, but it's not COVID. I swear to God, I took a test. Uh, David probably has COVID though. Maybe, we'll see. Hey, where those golf clubs come from? Oh, I borrowed those from my dad over the summer and just haven't got them back to him yet. How'd they end up there, though? What do you mean? They haven't always been sitting there, have I? Uh, I took them out of the closet. They were in the closet. They are taking up too much room. Oh, okay. That's where you replaced your racist plants with the golf clubs over there. What are you talking about? Huh? Racist plants. They they were saying racist shit to me. The plants? The plants were. Whatever, Dan. Let's take a look here. The Spurs, Sixers. I said the Sixers. Well, one, one plant was racist, the other one was sexist. The one was saying stuff like, hey, honey, nice buns. The other one was, well, I don't even want to repeat what the other one was saying. Dan, we can talk about your schizophrenia later. Anyway. Um, it's a DID, actually. DID, yeah. Spurs, Sixers, the Spurs won. I remember saying the Sixers should, but if they don't, they should. It's something you censored me about. I was trying to review my predictions. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I did censor something you said. Yeah, who censored Roger Rabbit? <laughs> um, you were kind of wiling out with those predictions, though. I was. The Sixers lost. Um, I kind of had a feeling they would. Celtics, Orlando Magic, I said there's no. this is a cakewalk, and it kind of wasn't, but the Celtics did still win, so I was technically right on that. I said the Pistons, I suggested they win, and they did not. They uh, also lost, like the Sixers. And in fact, they've been on a losing streak. They're red hot when it comes to losing. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, the Rockets, Bucks, Bucks did win. The Heat won. So I was, I don't even remember, you know what, now that I'm really thinking about what I said, my predictions last week, most of them I was pretty, like, lukewarm about, like, just like, well, I'd like to see this team win. Yeah. Is the photo for this YouTube channel Stephen A. Smith? What do you mean? The profile photo? Like that, where at? Uh. No. Oh, yeah. What? Is this his YouTube channel? This is probably just a person reposting his stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's really annoying about, like, like videos like this. Sometimes you'll get one that's like, Isaiah Thomas completely roasts the Los Angeles Lakers. And it's like you watch the whole video and Isaiah Thomas doesn't pop up once. It's complete <laughs> clickbait. What? Yeah, and they'll even have, like, a thumbnail of him looking like he's getting animated about a subject. And it's just a couple jobbers talking. Damn, it works on you, huh? Yeah. They get you every time. I'm not the only one, though. I, I read the comments and everyone's like, <laughs> you know what? I'm instantly, I'm blocking you after this one. Oh, man. I saw some good comments on YouTube this week. <coughs> we lo- This is our YouTube comment roundup. I think this should be a new segment because there's, there's never a shortage of good YouTube comments. Would you agree? Yeah, I love YouTube comments. So this one was on the song Designer by Panda, the official lyrics video. This is because Fantano... Designer by Panda. Designer by Panda, yeah. I thought you said Panda oh, wait, by no. Designer. It is Panda by Designer. Who is Designer? Designer with two eyes. 
Who is that? Is that a rapper? I don't know. This song is like Panda, 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 Panda. You know this one? Is it a rap song? Yeah. Okay. I've heard. I probably heard it. This is from 2015, I think, or 2016. 2016. Oh, so this is older. Yeah. Okay. This was like the apex of trap music. Yeah. Anyway, there were multiple comments on this uh, video. Okay, this one isn't about that. Um, it's okay, but just to clarify, it's a really like just dumbass song. I mean, it's not terrible, but it's it was in the top ten singles of that year, which is why in the video I was watching. Yeah, I don't really go to trap music for insight. Well, sure. You know, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with I. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's yeah, it can be fun. Trap Queen's an incredible song. Honestly, that's one of my favorites. I think uh, you ever heard "Mask Off" by Future? No, it's a very as, good. Song. As a rule, I kind of hate Future, but he has some good music. Uh, I've only ever heard. I think it's his self-titled album, and it's like, yeah, lyrically. Is that the one with, with March Madness on it? No, March Madness. I think was. I just remember one of our different one. One of our stupidest coworkers was a huge Future fan. So. Oh, is that why you hate him? I no, I already hated him, and then that that was like, of why course. Why do you hate him? Uh, I just tried listening to his music, and I thought it was the most boring shit I've ever heard. Okay, well we'll listen to Mask Off when we're done. <laughs> see if that changes your tune. Okay, I'm not even like a huge fan. I just kind of liked that album a little bit. Sure, it's fun. Anyway, yeah. So designer by Panda. Bunch of comments from recent, like within the past year, I guess. Being like, man, back in back in the day before. <laughs> Already off the bat, I just love that like now there's nostalgia for like five years. Oh, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because they're like, man, back in the day, back bef- like... before uh, COVID or TikTok or when our country was so divided, these were the days. Yeah, like literally six months before. I mean, not before COVID or TikTok, but six months before like Donald Trump took the office. People are like, yeah. you know, that brief buffer time before <laughs> you know, man, the last eight months of Obama's administration. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this ended up being my favorite comment. Um, and maybe this is a uh, kind of brash for me to be laughing at this, but something about this comment just takes a weird turn. It, it's of a genre that you're a fan of, David. The um, the R.I.P. comment. Yeah, those are great. Those <clears throat> are. I mean, and I mean that sincerely. Like yeah. some of those are very touching. Sure. So is this one of those? Uh, no. Oh. So here's this one. My aunt loved this song. Panda. Yeah. Okay. She would turn this song up to max volume all the time. <laughs> Turns out she died yesterday with COVID. She didn't even want her family to know she had COVID. One thing I can say is she did not like for people to worry about her. Thanks for your condolences, guys. Sorry if I killed your moods. And then the hand signs. Or the, the, the prayer. prayer. Yeah. I'm always looking for that emoji and I can never find it. Um, yeah, what the? that's not the best one. I mean, I, I do uh, feel bad. I feel bad, but just the circumstances of that comment are so bizarre. Yeah, like, she did not even want us to know she had COVID. And this is, the next day, this is, like, one of the first things you're thinking to do is to be, like, let me find this song and post. Well, I get it, you know. You think about her, and then you think about that song, and then you listen to it, and... Honestly, did kind of kill the vibes of that comment section because <sighs> yeah. everyone's posting like, "Man, I miss before COVID." And uh, did I ever read you that Phantom Thread comment? I'm a big fan of. Yeah, you. D- yeah, we. I think we read it on the show. It's a good comment. Yeah. Say, oh, 
deep cover one is the best. That oh yeah, rules. yeah. That was the best one. Yeah. Go back to episode uh, one of them. One of yeah. For like a top tier. Go ahead and re-listen to all the episodes. It's it's after Dylan stopped being on the show, but before this week. Yeah. Somewhere in that. Some sometime four within the past period. like few months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a great comment. And I again mean that a hundred percent like in earnest. Yeah. It is a top tier comment. It was pretty dope. But like, yeah, it's like you read about this guy's day, and you're like, "Damn, I wish I could have that exact day." <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, look up, uh, you know, Billboard like top ten songs from like the past decade and a half or so. You'll get quite a few good YouTube comments being like, "Ah, uh, these were the days." Just for every single year, there's there's going to be a deluge of those. Just Also, look up the comments. Look up the YouTube video for Deep Cover by Dr. Dre. And then it's going to be the thumbnail. It's the poster. It's like the red poster with Lawrence Fishburne on it. It's going to be that one. And look at the comments. You'll probably know what one I'm talking about. Yeah. They're usually up pretty high, too. Yeah. At least, I mean, I don't know. I don't go digging through, like, the thousands of comments for, like, hours, but I'll spend maybe, like, ten minutes in a comment thread. You know, I'm talking, I'm thinking about, like, um, we're making fun of, like, because, like, these people that, like, oh, these are the days, those are young people. Like, they're, like, probably, like, teenagers mm-hmm. at that point, right? Like, it's probably not a 30-year-old man who's waxing poetic about 2016. Doubt um, it, yeah. So, it's like, I, I it's like... We're sitting here like, man, their nostalgia sucks. But, like, we probably had the same thing for, like, just, like, four years earlier than that, right? Sure, but I try... 2012, 2013? I'm nostalgic, I guess, for that. I mean, their experiences are not universal, though. It'll be like, yo, on our way to soccer practice every day, my mom was blasting uh, I'm Coming Out by Pink. It's like, oh, well... Yeah, I was, like, not uh, going to soccer practice, but... I still know that song. I, I I wonder if people have nostalgia. Remember that era in like 2010, 2011 where every song was like, every like big pop song by say Katy Perry or Pink, there was like this big like movement in pop music to be like, raise your freak, freak flag, be you. You know? If you're too cool, a school for cool kind of vibe. Oh yeah. Like, uh, I know their heart was in the right place, but that was so fucking annoying. <laughs> you know, that music sucked. Yeah. And it was like every couple of weeks a new pop star had to have their take on it with a like raise your glass if you are wrong in all the right ways, <laughs> dirty little freaks, you know? <laughs> oh, that's the actual lyrics from that song? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Or like Katy Perry had her version. Lady Gaga probably did it the best. Yeah. Um. But it, it's she was probably the trendsetter of all that bullshit, though. I guess. I mean, not bullshit. I mean, like. Pink her, was around before Katy Perry. I'm not really saying that. I'm not talking about that. I mean, Lady Gaga sort of set the trend for like the whole like. It's okay to be weird, guys. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, mean, I guess like a lot of it was like you know. A the, good cause for, like, you know, LGBTQ people, you know? Yeah. But I'm just saying the music was annoying as shit. Not Lady Gaga, but, like, the rest of it. Yeah, I guess you could say that sentiment was, like, 
always in music, but just mostly independent music. Yeah, and it was cooler. <laughs> yeah. And so they uh they took they took it mainstream. <clears throat> anyway, uh, that was kind of a weird tangent. Yeah. But I wonder if there's people like, man, those were the days when Katy Perry was saying I'm cool for being weird. That was us like we were doing a bit. We were just trying to sound like YouTube comments. Yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis died in rock news. What do we think about that? Not much. R.I.P. Hey, who's John Five? Is he from Marilyn Manson? He was uh, in Marilyn Manson, current guitar player for Rob Zombie. Oh, he's the one who got there's that video that we love of Marilyn Manson. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that John Five was replacing Nikki Six and Molly Crew. I didn't even Isn't put Nikki t- Six the bass player. Yeah, he's quitting Motley Crue though after this so tour. So he's playing bass. Yeah. Huh. All right. I just realized Nikki Six, John Five. Who's next? Terry Three. Terry Four. CP Three. Oh, you're right. It's it's Forbes. Four comes before five. Thank yeah. you. It's gonna be Chris Paul the third from the Phoenix Suns. Lupin the third. Let's see. Still mining the uh, death of Taylor Hawkins here. Taylor Hawkins hoped to play Foo Fighters songs into his 70s. Okay, well, why, why are you sharing this, this sad kind of... Oh, sorry. Guys, Terry Hawkins died, or Taylor Hawkins died <laughs> alone. Have you seen that uh, Tudor Dixon ad with the bikers? Does she talk about Taylor Hawkins? No. Oh. It's like these bikers, and they're like, did you see those ads with the governor... Yeah, that's a bunch of bull. Look around, man. And then, like, at one point in the middle of it, this guy, like, turns to the camera and is like, Graham died alone. <laughs> what? Talking about COVID. I don't know. She stinks. That ad st- stunk. What if her name is Two Dick Dixor? <laughs> Two Dicks. Yeah, I should probably win. The, probably win. She would definitely win. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Iggy Pop enlists Duff McKagan and Chad Smith on new song, Frenzy. He should really just retire. <laughs> you did all you gotta do, Iggy Pop. Yeah. Who's, like, pumped for... I mean, like, I guess people liked post-pop depression. Yeah, it was pretty good, pretty alright, actually. That's what, like, you should do at that age. Like, like what Bowie did. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Mick Mars is retiring from Motley Crue. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. Because, yeah, so is John 5 leaving Rob Zombie? I don't know. Fucking sell. I didn't see anything about that, but I did see that he's joining Motley Crue. Maybe he's going to do both. Maybe. I mean... Does John, I mean, does does Rob Zombie still tour? (sighs) I don't know. I assume... People gotta hear everybody's fucking in a UFO live. Bono People takes gotta hear King Freak live, dude. <laughs> Bono takes full responsibility <laughs> for U2's iTunes disaster. Well, if he really wanted to take responsibility, he would let us burn him at the stake. Yeah. For that bullshit. I didn't even have to deal with that. The album being down- forced downloaded on my iPod or whatever. I liked it. I listen to it every day. <laughs> Gift from God. Yes. You know, we try to keep it real on this podcast. We do uh, both perspectives. Mm-hmm. That's do why you think I, there's anyone that's like, oh, my God, 
Thank God they downloaded this for me. It might have been initially been like, oh, cool, I get a free new U2 album, and then it wasn't good, so they were like, oh, fuck. This <laughs> sucks. Uh, man, Brian Johnson fell into despair after forced ACDC departure. Brian Johnson, <laughs> these are separate articles. Brian Johnson cried over not being allowed to see Malcolm Young. But why wasn't he allowed to? Oh, they were both in the hospital? Damn. It is funny to imagine, like, ECDC recording tour promos from their hospital beds. I just remembered Nick Mars is dying. That's probably why John Fires replacing him. Oh, wow. Man, Rock News is fucking sad (laughs) this week. Yeah, Rock News is just how, like, old rock rock guys are dying. (laughs) Okay, let me me find something something more positive in Rock News. Uh, different website. I don't know if Nick Mars is dying, but he has a very bad illness. <sighs> okay, this is interesting. The Who's Roger Daltrey wants Oasis to get back together. Says Youngblood reminds him of Liam Gallagher. Okay. He likes Youngblood? Who's Youngblood? No idea. He's an emo rocker. He looks like uh He looks like a tool. When Daltrey turns to Youngblood and asks, Have you met him? Mr. Blood replies, I've never met him, but I love his band. I like his naughtiness. He's got his bite. Out here in the field. They're talking about the guy from Oasis. I fall for my meal. Oh, uh, uh, cool. Got another, uh, got some more content from the Matthew Perry book. <sighs> Friend star Matthew Perry says he once had a, quote, long, elaborate makeout session with actress Valerie Bertinelli in front of her then-husband, Eddie Van Halen. Damn. He was unconscious. Eddie? Yeah. That makes me mad. Who the <laughs> fuck are you, Matthew Perry? <laughs> Eddie Van Halen rules. Van Halen versus Friends. I mean, Van which Halen. one has more cultural reach, do you think? Well, I know which one should. Sure. <laughs> Rob Helford on New Judas Priest album. In Fucking essence, sucks, Mike. <laughs> in essence, it's done. <laughs> so it's, it's not done. done. <laughs> so you haven't even record. You haven't even written the album. How do you feel about this New Judas Priest album? Well, we definitely finished it, Mike. <laughs> we crossed the finish line at some point. Uh, Tony Iommi rescues injured dove. Subsequently, becomes patron of Wildlife Hospital. Oh, I like that story. Yeah, that's kind of. Let's cute. close it on that. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's close the book. Good old eight fingers, Tony. Yeah, that's kind of you know that's kind of the opposite. He did the opposite of Ozzy. Oh yeah, maybe that's why they made that a headline. Yeah, is like he's. The, he's finally made things right with the with wildlife community. Killing a, a dove. Yeah. Or whatever that story is. Yeah, he, he killed a bat. I thought what the story was like, like someone let a like a dove in a they're in a board meeting and someone let out a dove and for whatever reason Ozzy bit its head off. Uh, oh no, I'm thinking of Alice Cooper. I was mixing them up. That was no, yeah, oh, no he, just Alice killed Cooper, the chicken. he killed the chicken. 
he didn't personally kill the chicken, but he sent it to its sure death. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne. In his defense, well, I don't know. Actually, how do you not know that a chicken won't fly? Grow up, big city boy. You never see a chicken before. I don't believe that. Come on, like, (laughs) unless people were just really fucking stupid back then. It's like the WKRP in Cincinnati episode with the turkeys. Where they're dropping the turkeys out of the... Okay. I don't know, it's some uh, show that my dad referenced a lot. They're doing, like, a, a turkey <coughs> giveaway, and they're throwing them out of a building, but they don't know the turkeys can't fly, so they just, like, splat on the, the road cement. Okay. Yeah, you could say they won over, like, a Led Zeppelin. Nice. Dude, that'd be a cool band name. Yeah, wouldn't it? I get my back into my living. Oh, okay. So, uh, Halloween's coming up. I feel like I say that every episode this month. Halloween's on the horizon. <sighs> yeah, it's been a real Halloween-themed uh, episodes. Lots we both watched Dracula. Let's talk talked about it. I got some about things to say about Dracula. People dying. So, how'd that, how'd that, uh, how did it look, for one? On Blu-ray? Yeah. It looked great. That's cool. It looked very great. You know... There's one thing you can't say. You can't say it looked bad. But, you know, it's been a long time since I'd seen the first Dracula, and I'm just glad I got to see nothing happen in such crystal clear clarity. (laughs) Great atmosphere in that movie, you know. But way less eventful than I remember. Yeah, let's go over some events in the Dracula Everything? The 1931 Dracula movie. It's like in your memory, it's like, oh yeah, Renfield gets turned into a vampire, and that seems great. And it's like, yeah, it just kind of happens so plainly, you know. I don't think they really show it on screen, do they? They show him going in for the bite. With the oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's kind of unclear what he's doing since they cut away. It's like, what's the implication? And they're like, we gotta stop. Okay, how about all the scenes where they're like, we gotta stop Dracula? And then Dracula just walks into the room and is like, you will never stop me. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> he just leaves. And he's like, I'll be behind the tree if you need me. <laughs> you know, one thing uh, culturally, like, I consider myself a bit of a cinematic vampire expert for. I didn't even really want to be. It just happened. I just watched like a, a lot of vampire movies, but this one is one of the only ones I've seen reference that vampires can turn into wolves. Yeah, I never see that shit. I think maybe I like that they don't even. Sh- well, I mean, I guess I'm I'm really bitching about a movie from 1929 a little too much, but like, 31, huh? 31, 31. So they can take a have a little more accountability. Yeah, that would that shit wouldn't fly. <laughs> and they didn't show the wolf, you know. It's kind of annoying they keep referencing. There's that big dog running across the lawn. <laughs> but you couldn't just get a big dog, you know. Dude, I loved the housekeeper and the maid. Yeah, like the groundskeeper guy. He was so un- not funny. Yeah, he, he was like. I love comic relief from that time because it always is like the least funny thing you can imagine. It's like someone acts just maybe ten percent weirder than everyone else, and like. 
That makes them the comic relief. I also like that uh, Renfield is in an institute. He's institutionalized. <laughs> he just kind of has free reign of the facility. Yeah, they let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. like, he comes in and he rants and raves for a little bit. And then the guy comes like, all right, Renfield, let's take you back. And he's like, well, family guy should be starting in a second now, <laughs> so I'll leave. But yeah. by my own choice. The orderlies are, yeah. He's, he's in and out every... Him and Dracula have free reign in this place. No one's stopping them. Well, I mean, I guess Dracula has superpowers, basically, to make people do what he wants, but... I mean, they, they could be mean to Renfield, and I don't think Dracula would really care. Right, yeah. What does he even need Renfield for? He just needs a guy to like do his bidding during the day, kind of? He needs a Niles Crane-type figure to... <laughs> I mean, I guess I assume, like, Renfield is his familiar, if I'm if I got my vampire terminology correct. Stephen Wright. Who? Or, I don't know, I've been re-listening to the Shards. I'm trying to remember. Do you remember that character? Kind of. He's like the the character Brett just always describes as a loser. Oh, okay. He's like uh, Terry Schaefer's assistant. Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah, he is kind of like the Renfield to Dracula. Yeah. Uh, Van Helsing is kind of a dork in that movie. Yeah, he's like insane glasses. Yeah, they're they're so thick and so round. There's a scene where he's not wearing them. It's like, how are you expecting to fight Dracula? You can't see. He's basically got like soup cans on his uh in his frames there. Yeah, he takes them off at one point. I'm like, this guy can't see. I I don't even know how they came. Dracula could just kill him easily right now. Yeah. Why doesn't Dracula do that? It's like he should know Van Helsing is going to be a problem. I mean, he did try that one time, but he whipped out a a crucifix. Yeah, some drip. Some ice on him. And I was, uh, you know, I'm so used to, like, late-era um, vampire movies that I fully expected. He whips out the crucifix, and Dracula pulls, like, a, that does not work on me. But I kind of hate it when they do that now. I do, too, but I was fully expecting it. And then They it, all act like, they, yeah, they're all, vampires are all Christopher Hitchens about it. <laughs> it's like, let me just cut that out. Or, like, like when, when a movie establishes, like, you... The movie plays on your expectations of the they have to be invited in rule. Yeah. But then they just walk in and it, it's like framed to be like a big deal. Like, oh no, these vampires don't need invited in. Yeah. I can't think of an example of that. but The whole vampires not being afraid of crucifix thing. It's kind of the fedora flip of <laughs> movies. <laughs> you know? Like the fedora flip is whipping out the crucifix. Like we're supposed to think it. No, no, no. Them no. being like. I'm not afraid of your god kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool, they're atheists. Never heard of those. And now I'm thinking about the fedora flip. <laughs> it's one of the worst flips out there. By contrast, monkey flip, much better. Yeah. Monkey flip. One of the flip. worst flips I've ever seen. Monkey flip. Yeah, terrible flip. Um, flip, 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 Adelphia. Whoops! I did the thing where you reference something funnier than what what you're making. Uh, there we go. <laughs> the fitted cap flip. Did you ever see? This isn't a fitted cap. Okay. Not to split hairs with you. But what is it then? The snapback. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't rhyme with flip, so. The fitted flip, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should, yeah, I should get into that. I, 
I'm really bad at buying fitted hats. Because anytime I go to the store, I don't think that like you're allowed to try it on. Oh, so I just yeah. wildly guess what my head size is. <laughs> Why don't you get it measured? I don't know. But I have if... two fitted hats that I can't wear. So go see a phrenologist. They'll take care of that. Like uh, I have a tiger's hat that like if I like uh, turn too abruptly, it'll spin around my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, Dracula. <clears throat> Uh, I kind of I dug it, um, but yeah, it's kind of boring. It kind of lost my interest toward the end, especially when they go down to kill Dracula and then who was that guy? I assume oh yeah, the boyfriend. Van Helsing wasn't even there for that. He was. He killed Dracula. Oh wait, really? The other guy's just looking for his girl. Oh yeah, yeah. That Dracula was trying to steal. Yeah, the whole premise is Dracula's trying to steal this dude's girl. He's trying to get an eighth wife. Yeah. Respect. But also, why Stakes would you... are so low in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Everything moves so slow, but... At least it's only, like, a, an hour 14. It's, yeah, forgivingly less than... Much less than an hour and a half, even. I watched The Gate, which is a much better... I'll say it, much better than the classic Dracula movie. Oh, yeah. Nice. You ever heard of that movie? Yeah. Seen it? No, I watched a review of it, though. You watched a review without watching the movie? Wait, maybe I did watch it. Hold on, let me check my litter box. It, that's usually how I remember if I watched something or not. I know there's, like, the pit in the backyard. Yeah, and the demons come out of it. <clears throat> oh, what the fuck did I just type? The Gate. Directed by Tybor to Cox. Uh, I didn't know that was the director's name. All right, I guess I haven't seen The Gate. It's got Steven Dorf, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he oh. plays like the metalhead kid, I think, right? Uh, he plays Glenn. Yep. Danzig. <laughs> he plays like the least likely metal kid. He's like a real nerdy. He looks like Michael Bolton from The Office in yeah. this movie, and then he's just wearing like metal shirts and battle vests. God, maybe I have seen this. I don't. I can't remember. It seems really familiar to me, but it could just be because I watched a review of it. But anyway, yeah, no, he's got like, yeah, he's got like the big glasses and the the metal vests. Yeah, uh, that kid's funny as hell in that movie. That was pretty good, though. Yeah, it was great. Um, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. It was very good. I'll have to consult another source later as to whether I've seen The Gate. Feels like I've seen it, but I'm not positive. Feels like a wheel. <laughs> uh, what a funny song. It's, yeah, probably the funniest Death Grip song. Feels like a wheel. <laughs> um, but yeah, The Gate was great. Um, a dog dies in it. That was sad, but then the dog comes back at the end. And all was forgiven. <laughs> what else did I watch? Teen Wolf? Yeah. We talked about Teen Wolf. I think we did, yeah. A very dumb movie. Yeah, it's stupid. But I had a good time watching it. Did you? Okay. I didn't. I thought it was really... I really don't like the way they bend the wolf mythology. Um, They make it genetic? Yeah, they do that, and it's like he can just be the wolf whenever he wants. That Yeah, all bets were off once he just started showing up to school as the wolf. There were, like, no negative consequences to Yeah, the wolf. it's just like, oh, my God, he's so cool. 
I mean, it's funny. But it really doesn't even matter that he's a wolf in the end. Like, there's no. I know. I just assumed they would go ahead and do like the. Oh no! He's accidentally like he attacks someone when he's a wolf. But or wait, was he doing that? Was he eating people's dogs or something? No. Oh no! I'm thinking. Of, I watched Ginger Snaps recently. That's what I'm thinking. A much better werewolf movie. Not like that much better, but it's better. And sorry, kind of a low energy episode again this week. Oh, the last week's was pretty good, I thought, but Oh, you know, I remember I, I I don't know if you saw the episode, but I remembered where that phrase was from. Alternative to good. Yeah, where? It's from an episode of Home Movies. Where uh they're doing a thing and like uh the Brendan is like, Oh, you know, it's alternative and then his friend who I can't remember his name is like, Yeah, an alternative to good. Great show. I think I might just have leftovers for dinner today. Sorry to keep talking about food. Oh, it's fine. Uh, I ate a bunch of weird shit today. Yeah. I had some noodles. Not not your dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ate a handful of cashews. Sliced of toast with peanut butter. A rotten, moldy, beat up banana. <laughs> I did eat a banana, but it was a good one. Yeah. <sighs> um, the fuck else was I saying? Oh yeah, we were talking about movies. Let's get back to that. Little transition. Um, I watched Salem's Lot last weekend. That was pretty good. Yeah, you telling me about that one? Pretty long, but it's perfect. Like late seventies cozy horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of your thing. I do like that. Yeah. I like to feel cozy while I'm being scared. I rewatched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Oh, yeah. I like that movie. I know you do. Probably the scariest movie I saw, though, was... Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2? Uh, no, uh, Clerks 3. Yeah. What was up with that one? It sucked. It was pretty bad. Yeah, were, I mean... There was, like, three kind of funny jokes... Yeah, I feel like it's a lot of jokes trying to be. Is there a TikTok reference in it, or a reference to COVID? No, and no, but there is a lot of talk of NFTs. There's a character named Blockchain. That's stupid. Played by um, Kevin Smith's daughter's in real life boyfriend, and he was super annoying. He was like the well, you know. Okay, so here's the premise. You know the premise of the movie. Um, Randall has a heart attack. Yeah, and then he decides that. Why uh, wouldn't Dante have the heart attack? Well, he does eventually have a heart attack. Dante? Do you want me to spoil the movie for you? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. I did not like James and Bob reboot, so. That movie is better than this one. Okay, well that's I definitely don't want. It. Well, <laughs> I probably will watch it, but I don't care about spoil it. I I didn't hate James Silent Bob reboot, but. Um. Yeah, it, it's it was better than Clerks Three. Clerks Three, yeah. So so Randall this has. This man does not need to be making movies anymore. So we we drop in, the um. They're still working at the uh, Quick Stop or whatever. Uh, Rosario Dawson's character died in a car accident while she was pregnant with Dante's baby. That's just bleak as hell. 
Why? And I, I was so confused by it because, like, the second <sighs> one, I was like, wait, did that happen in the second movie? And my girlfriend's like, no, that just happened off screen. I don't know when that happened. Well, she no, she died. Why in would that happen in two? She died in 2006, so she died. It was, like, right after the events of Clerks 2. So she's been dead for, like, <laughs> uh, 12 years? Yeah. I mean, more than that. Like 16 years, I guess. So. You're right. Um. Yeah, they're all. And Dante is still, like, in mourning. Um. There's a part where he visits her grave and has a conversation with Rosario Dawson. And the weird thing to me is that, okay, they got Rosario Dawson to be in this movie. She's in, like, four scenes as a ghost or whatever. Why not just have her be a character in the movie? Why'd you have to kill her? Yeah, this is a bummer. Maybe they couldn't really get Rosario Dawson for a long enough time. I don't know. I mean, th- thematically, there's sort of a reason for it, but it doesn't. It just doesn't make sense to me that he still doesn't like process his grief about this at least somewhat. It's 2006, really, 16 years ago. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but uh, so the other guys working with them, um. The the kid who works with them at movies in Clerks Two. Oh yeah, Lu- his name isn't Lucas. It's uh, Tobias. Tobias, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think it is Tobias. But yeah, so now he's like, whatever. He's super Christian still. His sidekick is Kevin Smith's daughter's boyfriend, whose name is Blockchain, and they're like making Christ NFTs, like religious NFTs. Buddy Christ NFTs. Some yeah, kind of something like that. And uh, Randall has a heart attack. Uh, Tobias uh, prays to God to heal him, and it doesn't work. So he starts praying to Satan, and then he becomes. Why would he do that? Well, it works, so he becomes a Satanist. And that's actually one of the best parts of the movie is he's wearing a different outfit every single scene. You see him in where he's got like ridiculous kind of goth makeup, and it's usually modeled off off of like a famous goth for every scene huh. it's not super funny but it's kind of nice to see that they put some effort into something in this movie because they didn't really put much effort in anything else there's a whole part Kevin Smith is a really obnoxious presence in this movie as Silent Bob yeah I don't like Silent Bob anymore <laughs> he makes the most annoying faces yeah, yeah. he um Do you remember in Silent Bob but, uh, reboot <laughs> when he's texting people or looking something up and they have to he does like oh, the, God, the way he types like, is so <laughs> cartoonish <laughs> yeah. it's like what he, the fuck he doesn't touch a phone in this one for thank god thank god um but there's a part where they're in the quick stop <laughs> yeah he's just that face where there's a part in the quick stop where uh does he soy face at all <laughs> um he actually I don't think he does he did in in reboot for sure but He's a little less animated in this one, thankfully. But anyway, yeah, Randall has a heart attack. He's like puts his life in perspective. He's like, man, I haven't done anything and I almost died. Um, there's also a part where uh, there's a joke where he <coughs> like tells the doctor, who's played by Amy Sedaris, who I love Amy Sedaris. Who's that, David Sedaris's sister? It is, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, wow. Okay. She's in, like, Strangers with Candy. Remember that show? Yeah. 
I think she's really funny, and she was trying her best in this with what she was given. My general criticism with this movie is that it probably looked pretty good on the page, but an execution, I don't know what happened. Kevin Smith just doesn't care about making quality movies anymore. He wants no. movies to appeal to his roadshow audience, I think. And that's about it. And what is their taste? It's, it's just like, up. hey, remember this character? They show up on screen, everyone goes nuts. But watching it is a weird experience because there's like two second like a two second pause between basically every line in the movie. Yeah. So like, you know, boom, Ben Affleck's on stage. Pause for audience reaction. Then he like says a line. Pause for audience reaction. And yeah, it's like, like a sitcom, right? They could have... <sighs> pro- yeah, it, there's like space for canned laughter, basically. And they could have cut out probably about 10 minutes of silence and made the movie like feel like a movie. Yeah. but if he it, used to do that? <laughs> before we were, before me and you were even conscious of his movies? <laughs> the year I was born, he was doing <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, now he his movies are like stage plays or something. Where everyone's just like waiting for each other to say other lines. It's embarrassing. But anyway, yeah, there's a bit of how Randall's like, Dude, I have a small penis. I can't take off my pants. And then she tells him after the surgery, like, you actually don't have a small penis. It's pretty normal sized. And he's like, my, I've been telling Dante for years that I have a huge penis. He thinks I have a huge penis. Which is kind of funny in concept that like, he's so, he's convinced that because he keeps saying that, Dante just believes him. <laughs> But then Dante did believe him, so maybe it wasn't really that clever. Anyway, uh, not to get too into the minutia of it, but yeah, uh, Randall decides... I mean, that is a funny bit, honestly. Yeah. Uh, just not executed well. Like I said, all, all this sounds good on the page, but really there was like three funny jokes, maybe. So, yeah, he goes back to work, and Dante's like, well, dude, you're always talking about movies. Why don't you make a movie? So Randall decides to make a movie. In the movie, he makes his clerks. So... That's about 20% of the movie is just reenacted scenes from the original Clerks. Like, literally, like, just the exact same thing. Not even, like, a... I don't know. That stinks. <laughs> I mean, cute. It but. is a cute idea, but, like, what are we doing? Yeah. And then, either they're doing, so they're doing the scene where um he's doing the tortilla chip and the salsa. Yeah. You know... Salsa shark. The, yeah, salsa shark. From the 1994 film Clerks. Bigger boat. Yeah. Uh, and then Dante, they're like arguing about something. The way that was done was kind of creative because when they're doing the <coughs> scenes from Clerks, they're doing it in black and white and when everything else is in color. But that scene, it kept switching between black and white like when it was recreating the scene and then color, shit like a close-up on Dante laying down on top of the cooler or whatever. And he's just got like other stuff on his mind and he like flips out um, and breaks scene and then yelling about how it's like, you know, my life is your life, basically. Like, you think your life is cool enough to make a movie about? It's like, we're like the same person, basically. Starts freaking out about that. Goes, starts crying. Who, Randall? Dante. Hmm. Dante cries a lot in this movie, which, interesting. You know, I think it really just comes down to Kevin Smith had a heart attack, and he's just been extremely sentimental ever since. This movie it's was before re- the heart attack, I think. Think so? He's been an emotional guy since he started smoking weed. <laughs> I think the heart attack really... Because, like, I mean, this in this movie, the two main characters both have heart attacks. Yeah. Kevin Smith really... He's 
going through many seasons as a as a, as a public figure, <laughs> a creator, you know. Creator, yeah. Like yeah. he was cool in the '90s, you know. Yep. Like he uh, he was cool in the '90s. His movies were cool. Mm-hmm. And then I think the first bad review he got, it completely changed his personality to where now he was more. Yeah, his loud and obnoxious. If you, you it's. Day and night, if you watch those uh, evening with Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. like uh, the first one, he's very like sort of straight faced and kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Second one, he's making Canada's like that great girlfriend you have that does anal. What's his obsession with Canada? Because Canada comes up a couple times in Clerks I think Three. It's just a very basic American guy. Like, yeah, Canada. He's just into Canada, like. And in, in Anglophiles into England? Yeah, of? I think so. Okay. I don't want to trash Kevin Smith. He seems like a genuinely nice guy, but like... For sure. Dude, dude, you're going to make him cry. <laughs> he's, well, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> he's not... Uh, I don't know. I prefer the old Kevin Smith. I miss the old Smith. Yeah, for sure. And then he, you know, so then he was more... That 2006 Kevin Smith... Yeah. Uh, very 2006 guy. Mm-hmm. And he started smoking weed. Yeah. And then he became... The green ganja herb. Yeah. Uh, that Kevin Smith. Yeah. But then he continued to evolve... <coughs> into... Upon his heart attack. Vegan. Girl dad Kevin yeah. <laughs> Smith. Vegan is a father, has a heart attack, yeah. So, I mean, I guess he's just kind of like... Maybe you could say he's matured over time. Or, like, he's obsessed with things besides comic books now. Like, he's obsessed with... That's weird, too, because I remember listening to things where he's, like, in, like, the two, early 2000s, he's like, yeah, I don't really read comic books anymore. Yeah. Like, I still like them, but kind of just got out of it. And then he, then that's his whole personality now, is weed and comic books and being a dad. And I had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. And saying, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just I do love I love hearing him talk about his stuff. I mean, like he he can make the worst shit. Like so, I mean, James Bond reboot again. I don't think it's that bad, but hearing him do commentary for it, I'm like, this just makes the whole thing almost worth it because I just like listening to this guy talk about his work. He's a very uh, but he is like kind of long winded though. Yeah, he is extremely talkative, so it's nice to hear him in small doses. But I don't think I could sit and listen to him for like 24 hours straight or anything. Yeah, I think I prefer uh. The old Kevin Smith. But, okay, so here's something he does in this movie. When is, he wasn't long-winded. Uh, he's, I don't know. I don't know when Jay, when Silent Bob started being like, I guess he's kind of always been like, the, I, I mean, I guess obviously the self-insert. But, like, kind of he uses that character to say, just, like, come it's out with this. how obvious, how opposite Kevin Smith is from the character he portrays on screen. <laughs> But he just, like, comes right out and says what the whole movie's about, you know? Yeah. He acts as, like, the, um, he editorializes or whatever. Yeah. But it's not, like, always unwelcome. It's kind of earned. Like, in Chasing Amy, it's kind of earned because he kind of just, like, puts things into perspective for that movie thematically. But in this one, he goes on a whole rant. They're, They're standing in the quick stop trying to determine how they're going to, like, light the store and film in the store. 
And he just starts yelling about like lighting, and he's like, "Look at all this! this is, all the the colors in here are ugly as shit, dude. You got to do this in black and white, or it's gonna look terrible." And so I'm like, "Okay." So he's calling himself out for his movies being ugly, but not doing anything to fix it. <coughs> dude, nice Kevin Smith impression. Yeah, is that? Are his movie is that a common? I think his movies are pretty ugly now. Yeah, Red State I watched recently, and that movie actually looked really good for being so low budget. But um, I don't know. I mean, Clerks looks good because it's like kind of charming that it's in black and white. Yeah, it's rough around the edges. But it doesn't really mean anything. Like it's simply just like whatever they were poor, so they use black and white film to save money. Yeah, and then uh, Mallrats doesn't look that bad. No, yeah, Mallrats looks alright. I think Casey his movies. Amy looks kind of good. Yeah, his movies. I'm saying look good until like <sighs> they went digital. I guess. Yeah. Clerks it, three. Clerks three is really ugly. Say it's reboot is pretty ugly. Um. So, yeah, there's that. Anyway, yeah, Dante's screaming, yelling, has a heart attack, goes to the hospital. Then. Randall shows up with the completed cut of Clerks. They both have heart attacks? They both have heart attacks. Randall shows up. Yeah, it's like, what is this, Death Note? No, um, he shows up with a laptop and is like, dude, here's your, here's the movie. I finished it. Dante has, like, a breathing tube in. He's, like, on it. He's about to pass away. And then he watches Clerks, and then it's, like, inside his head. He's, like, in a theater watching Clerks. Just the it's very it gets very strange. Um, and then Dante dies. Dante dies. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a funeral for Dante. And uh, there's an annoying inside joke where Kevin Smith's daughter and her in real life boyfriend, like they're at both at the funeral. I don't know why Kevin Smith's daughter's at the funeral. And then they lock eyes for a second, and have like a little meet cute situation. And I'm like, who is that for? I wouldn't have known they were dating unless, like, my girlfriend had pointed, had been like, yeah, I think during the pandemic he did, like, a web series where, like, because he started living with them or something, he moved in with them during the pandemic. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Who's involved in this meet cute? <clears throat> Kevin Smith's daughter, Harley yeah. Quinn, and her in-real-life boyfriend, who is the silent Bob to Tobias's character. Okay. Who is pretty annoying in the movie. But he's in like almost... He's in like 80% of the movie. Oh, and uh, yeah, there was like a... Like, okay, let's get all our cameos in a row here. One of those scenes where they're auditioning people for the movie to play them. um, And then they just end up playing themselves. Uh, Ben Affleck shows up. The girl who plays Supergirl shows up. The guy from the show Supergirl shows up. Uh, Ethan Suppley is in it. Uh, fucking... Kevin Smith's wife shows up. She's in the movie briefly. Fred Armisen Sherry is in Moon it. Zombie. Right? Sh- Sherry Moon Zombie. Is that her name? What? Oh, that's <laughs> <Rob Zombie. laughs> um, Some other people... Like, I think they get most of the original actors from Clerks to come back and play, like, reprise their roles also. Rob Zombie and Kevin Smith should get a podcast. 
Yeah, that would be kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, but the... Uh, Just them talking about how cool the 90s were. The only big like person from Kevin Smith Universe that didn't show up uh, was Jason Lee. Good for Jason. Well, he was in Reboot, though. So, I remember. Yeah. Sparingly, as I recall. Yeah, he was only in like the beginning. Yeah. But then I'm like, I wonder what... I guess was Ben Affleck playing a Kevin Smith? The ghost Smith? of L. Ron Hubbard told him not to show up. <laughs> Probably. Tom Cruise showed up to his house in the middle of the night while he was reading the script with the bat and is like, you think this is a good idea, Jason? He's like, well, do you? He's like, you're not pulling this shit again. You get one Kevin Smith movie a decade and then, then you're out of Scientology. You think this is good, Jason? Damn, your cats are big, David. Yeah, they're big guys. How much? How much does that cat weigh? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Twenty pounds, easy. <laughs> <clears throat> I need a cough drop or something. Yo, the floor is creaking where your cat's walking. Yeah, I bet it creaks when you walk on it. Too, <laughs> what you trying to say? So yeah, okay. Well, let's get revisit what's wrong with Silent Bob now. The devolution of Silent <laughs> Bob, a character who when you think about it, it's like eh, it's kind of whatever, but I mean I guess important. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, I really don't like Silent Bob. Used to be like a not a cool guy. No. I can think of. Like millions of nerds that try to be Silent Bob. Sure, yeah. Um. So whatever cachet he might have had has been overdrawn. But he used to be more obviously stoic, but like cool about it, I guess, or like have a demeanor of like a regular. You know, there uh, was. I get what you're saying. Yeah, like a, he he used to be something else, and now he's something different. Yeah, now he's something else. <laughs> Cute, smiling all the time. What does this man have to smile about? <laughs> you know, you're 50 years old, and this is still your life. <laughs> you are still essentially a 17-year-old. Yeah. You know, there is a funny joke. I haven't mentioned uh, Jay much in this review, because he actually wasn't, he wasn't really that bad in this movie. Yeah, Jay is fine all the time, Yeah, to be honest. He has the he Jay brought, has the funniest line in any Kevin Smith movie. Uh, Snoochy Boochies? No, I oh. am the click commander. Oh. <laughs> uh There is a scene where cuz yeah, now that uh, Jay and Silent Bob run a, a weed store that next to the quick stop. Yeah. Is that established in reboot? I'm pretty sure. Maybe. I don't know. There's a scene where they're like standing out front of it, just like doing their thing, and then a dude like walks in the store and comes out. And he's like, "Hey, don't you guys run this store?" He's like, "I wanted to buy some. I wanted to buy something." Jay's like, "I got you out here, man." So he just like sells him weed unofficially outside of his own store, which is kind of funny. Um, and there's a part where Dante is screaming outside the Quick Stop because Randall's writing the 37 dicks or sucks 37 dicks thing into the script. Yeah. Um, and he's yelling. He's like, "No, 
don't put that in the script. And then Jay, Jay like bursts out of the door. He's like, come on, dude, quiet down. It's nighttime. <laughs> and it just goes back in the store. Oh, he also, um, the part where Randall's like, okay, Dante's in the hospital. I need you guys to help me find something or whatever to Jay and the Silent Bob. And Jay's like, who? And he's like, Dante, <clears throat> next door at the quick stop. He's like, oh, man, I thought his name was Sergio. <laughs> That is kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't really recommend Clerks Three, but if you're curious, I would say you know check it out. I guess. I don't know if I'll ever be curious about a Kevin Smooth Kevin Smooth movie ever. <laughs> JB Smooth replacing Kevin Smith. Yeah, as Silent Bob. <laughs> Not it would be funny to see J.B. Smoove just, like, not say anything in a movie. <laughs> he's kind of looking like he's about to say something <laughs> yeah. at all times. Yeah. He has to keep reminding himself, like, no, you're silent. You're lamping. <laughs> he's got to be over your lamp. <laughs> uh, I like that. Did you remember that, that, that bit from Curvy Enthusiasm? Yeah. Lamping. What's lamping? Well, chilling's when, you you know, you, you watch TV or something. Lamping, you're just not doing anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, the other thing I watched was... I'm going to definitely be lamping when you leave. Yeah. That's cool. I'm probably going to be lamping, too, when I get home. <coughs> I'm not getting my homework done today. There's no way. Um. I was going to go to the grocery store to pick up my breakfast for the week. I don't even feel like it. Which is what? What's your breakfast? I get these like little cups so it's got like some loose breakfast ingredients and pouches and then you crack an egg in it and then pour those in and microwave it. Oh yeah, I've seen those things. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, it's protein. Um, I might just grab McDonald's on the way in tomorrow. That's You could totally do that too. I won't do it all week though. Um, I don't know why I'm talking so much about. Yeah, this is this episode was a glimpse into uh, just David's day to day. Uh huh. Wakes uh, up, cracks an egg, puts his shoes on, cracks a beer, (laughs) drunk drives somewhere, (laughs) cracks a beer, but is like, I'm coming back for you later. Yeah, no, I drink the whole thing. Okay, and then I get the McDonald's. And then I uh, see a drunk bum on the street and like, look at this fucking alky. While I'm drinking a beer in the car. (laughs) (sighs) What's up, Noodle? He's just waking up. David's dog got some surgery done this week. He has enormous titties now. Yeah, yeah. He does. Personally, I... I don't approve, but, uh, you know, it's not my dog. Yeah, Dan thinks it's distasteful. <laughs> you know, I've been seeing this ad for this guy, what's his name, Houston James or something? Yeah. <laughs> you seen these ads? I haven't seen any, I've only seen, like, mailers with his face He's on it, but a doughy every time man. I see him, I'm like, oh, fuck. I hate that guy. He was a... I, oh. His eyebrows are, like, the same color as his skin. He's just so wet looking. Yeah. You know? He's kind of looks like a... Uh, tadpole or like a frog yeah he looks like polywog yeah yeah um what's it his prompts are so stupid i'm representing working families you know i'm representing your interests 
my opponent, now, he wants to put biological males into women's sports. And it's like, yeah, dude. So, I'm he, thinking, uh, like, how old is he? Why is that so connected to working families? I just want to see one working dad be like, Houston, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care about women's sports. Yeah. They want to put biological males in it. That's fine. Just can you cut my taxes? I mean, they're out there <clears throat> for sure. Yeah. Houston, it's not like I watched the WNBA. It's just, why is it always people who look like this, like, have the worst opinions? Yeah. Like, why, 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 I don't know. I mean, maybe all politicians are kind of fucked up looking to an extent. I'm so annoyed to the buzz term working families. Because they never elaborate on that. Yeah, I don't understand what that means. Oh, yeah. When's the election coming up? It's uh, not this, it's, Okay. Got like a couple, almost a couple weeks. Got like a week and a half. I never elaborate on what they're gonna do. It's like for cut taxes. It's like I really highly doubt that. Yeah. But hey, that's a whole other rabbit hole to go down. We don't on this show. We don't talk about we. All we talk about we is don't get into politics. We call it politics. We talk like about Pitbull. Kevin Smith and rock news, and that's it. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> you, if you like those two things, you come to the right place. Rock news is becoming a funnier bit to me. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I did have a moment like reading the headlines this week. And I'm like, what the? F-? I don't know. Like the initial bit of like, who cares about rock? Like classic rock news. It's just like the least important. It's the most boring echo chamber of all time. And like the more <laughs> I read it, the more I just feel like dead inside. Where it's like, oh. Another th- piece of content mined from the life of Roger Daltrey, who apparently is a very nice man. I've heard personally from someone who's met him. Um, but I'm sorry. You know that's that could be. Let's get him on. Let's get Roger Daltrey on the show. What the fuck was he even doing? Let's get Pete Townsend on the show. On the show. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just amazed that like some classic rock people are able to just like continue their career in the ways they do like Ozzy Osbourne has that show where like him and his family react to internet videos the Osbournes no it's like a newer show oh (sighs) didn't ICP do that probably but I mean like who cares who watches that shit what the ICP show it's actually very funny I didn't know they had a show like I mean they're funny guys yeah but I don't think the Osbournes are really that funny no, they're not. Ozzy's more just like funny and like who he is. Yeah, is funny and like how fucked up his brain is is kind of funny. But yeah, I mean, I'll never it, forget it, that. It's also kind of cruel. It is. <laughs> but putting him on display. For everybody like at home, look up uh, Ozzy interview from Decline of Western Civilization Part Two. Yeah, where he pours his orange juice on the counter. Where he's saying, "I don't do drugs anymore," and he's spilling orange juice all over the table. I, wonder, I, th- I thought I heard that that was staged or something, but. I mean, it's still funny. The image is quite, yeah, it's it's quite funny. Yeah. Well, we we ran way over. I'm gonna cut. I have to cut some stuff for sure. Yeah. Some stuff that didn't really go anywhere, but you know. Next episode will be more Dane Cook level. <laughs> I'm just gonna upload. We'll, all ad- we'll both announce that we have 22 year old girlfriends we've been dating for a <laughs> long time. I'm just gonna upload a Dane Cook comedy special. See if people notice. They probably won't because it's gonna be just as good as. Everything we put out each week. And maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe. Probably not next week, but maybe the following week. Maybe Dylan. Oh, yeah, maybe. 
I don't know. Guess we'll see. Uh, but if not, Dylan, for sure we will have um, a uh, probably a basketball player. Since David's been, I heard I heard you're getting in contact with a lot of basketball players lately. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've uh, been in contact with Kyrie Irving. He's gonna come on talk about uh, his future with the vaccine. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's yeah. very cool. Um, Luka Doncic might come on. Yeah. Nice. Uh, who else am I talking to? Not a basketball player, but Stephen A. Smith said he's a big fan. Maybe I don't. I don't really know any of these people. Maybe like one of the Harlem. You know Lone Stephen Trump. A. Smith. Oh yeah, sure. I do actually know him. Yeah. I know him quite well, but he he's kind of shy. He never really wants to come on the show. We're trying to get a super show going with uh, Stephen A. Skip Bayless. We'll do all the Smiths. A reunion show. Yeah, yeah. We'll get Stephen A. Smith. Kenny Smith. I'm Kevin Smith. Nick Smith. Yeah. Who's we'll, Kenny Smith? We'll get both Nick Smiths, <coughs> both our friend and the professional basketball player. Who's Kenny Smith? Yeah. He's a former basketball player. Um, He's on Inside the NBA with Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, and Ernie. I don't know Ernie's last name, but he didn't play ball professionally. He's just... Okay. Well, we're going to get as many Smiths as possible. Yeah, Shaq might change his last name to Smith. Could so be anywhere from zero to 20 Smiths on next week's podcast, so stay tuned. Maybe we should both pretend to be dying, enter the Make-A-Wish Foundation, get Shaq on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we'll see where that goes. Imagine Shaq on the couch. He could probably, we could probably... so much space. We could each like sit on his knee. Yeah, that'd be cool. He'd kind of put her hand, his hands on her backs. Yeah. Like, how's it going? You ever seen that picture of uh, Jonah Hill standing next to Shaq? Oh, who? Jonah Hill. No. I swear to God, <laughs> like his head comes up <laughs> to his hip. Just <laughs> imagining Jonah Hill standing straight up sucking his dick. <laughs> <laughs>